Welcome, traveler. You have entered the realm of adventure. Prepare yourself for tales from Beyond the Dice. Beyond the Dice is a Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast set in a cyberpunk city called New Etika. I'm your Dungeon Master Luke, and your players are... Ben, I play Cortain, level 4 human fighter. Jeff, I play Gage, level 4 human wizard. Peter, I'm playing Spigs, level 4 dwarf artificer. And once again, Travis, who plays Little Moss, a level 4 half-orc monk rogue. He's training somewhere in the city to get stronger. Hold on. Are we allowed a multi-class? This is unfair. It's not allowed to be a rogue as well as a monk. Yeah, yeah, Ken. No one said... No, but it, but he wasn't. <laughs> Alright, so um, let us all besides me, roll and we can see who will tell us what happened previously on Beyond the Dice. So roll a d20. 14. 13. A number that's lower than the others, which I would say is an 8. <laughs> Alright, Peter, what happened previously on Beyond the Dice? Yeah, about that. What did happen, Luke? Alright, what happened was, as you guys found out that Little Moss wasn't coming back to the Crooked Candle after his throwdown, his fight, his brawl with the Displacer. You took on some other jobs from Thundergunk. It was 10 days later. Uh, You'd been on a few jobs. You've had other sort of stand-in mercenaries to help you out. Usually they uh, didn't make the cut. Um, One of them, which... Well, they got cut up. Yeah, one of them. (laughs) I can't remember his name exactly. But he, um, he made a cut of sorts by losing his arm in a... Uh, a fan vent in the ceiling. We will um, sort of jump to Gage getting a call from Longleaf, Paige Longleaf. She was one of the survivors from Terry's Diner, from where the mecha bugbear attacked you all. Um, she basically said there are some strange dudes and a and the big mecha bugbear heading down into a subway station, which happens to be a um, hideout, a HQ, a base for the uh, for the Order of the Aegis. And you had all made your way there, meeting with Paige Longleaf, then making your way down into the subway train station. You had come across these um, red and white skull helmet sort of goons and you had exchanged gunfire and um, swords with them leaving them dead in the piles. Spigs was knocked unconscious and just as Gage was reviving him with a med kit that he had, you heard a familiar robotic voice call out over the PA system saying that they know that you're up there and whoever it is to come down and face him.
that's where we will start this episode in Delta Station, this small station where once a calamity shook this part of the city when a new technology, the very first hover train went critical and destroying a whole bunch of the tunnels, killing hundreds of people. Now our mercenaries stand there in the dark as a green light flicks on every five seconds for five seconds and then switches off sheds the place in darkness for five seconds. They stand there, Gage sort of wiping the sweat from his forehead as he hears the rise and fall and the breath of Spigs. Cortain wiping the blood off of his bastard sword as the voice crackles over the PA system in the subway. What are you going to do? Spigs is going to roll over in his unconscious state. Paige walks up to Gage and Spigs and she says, Holy crap! Was that the bugbear guy? Yeah, that was a bugbear guy. Well, are we gonna. Are we gonna take him out? I don't know if we're in a fit condition to take him out. Like, look at Spigs! Hold on. I've, I've got something. I, um, I've been carrying a couple of these around with me. Um, they're stims. They're gonna boost him. They're gonna give him a whole bunch of adrenaline, health. Um, but he, um, may not be able to sleep for, for 24 hours or so. Do you want me to use it on him? What do you think? Yep. Alright. Uh, she looks... She's like squinting and as it flashes green, she's like reading the instructions and she says, it says to stab it into their thigh, but I don't think it's gonna work here. What's the medius part? <coughs> and she just stabs him in the side of the neck with it, presses the button. <laughs> you see this like, this purpley fluid like grow really bright pink and it just like, the stim, which is this long tubule-like thing with a little needle on the end, starts vibrating. All of the liquid just disappears into Spigs. And Spigs, you, um, you get to use your um, five of your hit dice without expending them. What if I only have four of them? Well, then you get your hit dice plus one. Alrighty. Let's go. It's 10 health. Plus 5 health. 15 health. You get. I'm not dead yet! <laughs> six temporary hit points. Your adrenaline is pumping. You can hear your heart and the blood throbbing in your ears. Um, your body is like tingling. And you will take a minus two to wisdom saving throws and checks minus two wisdom and six just just six for ten. um for like basically 12 hours checks and six to ten pp yep okie dokie i've got one more of these but i don't think i should use it on anybody now unless give it me now give it me now <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel younger. I feel like I've aged backwards. Man, I, 
could invent all the things. Um, maybe I'm gonna build maybe a robot, I'll... and then it's gonna destroy the world, and then I'm gonna just build another robot, destroy that robot. There's gonna be a robot uh, war. Maybe, oh. maybe oh. we'll hold off on the robot war for now. Um, but can we? Maybe we should. We should. Um, should we sneak down there or check out this? Check out the room more. What, what do you guys want to do? I'm, I'm sort of new at this, so, um, Gage. Yeah. Okay. So let's go. Wait. Um, like we we can check out. Like we don't really have anything to check out the, the lock. Our stealth guy is currently not here, so we could try and creep around the corner. But, uh, or. Let's have so let's have a look around first. Um, is there is there Spigs one way to go? Rushes like down the corridor. Spigs rushes down the corridor and down the stairs. He's like too fast. What I mean, like outside when they're up upstairs. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is when you entered this subway, you went down some oh, yeah, went stairs subway. and a hallway into like a, a little lobby waiting room with a bunch of pillars in there. Um, there were some drink machines on the other side, and then there was two. There were two small hallways leading, say, um, east and west, and then in those hallways, stairs going down again. Spigs then rushes back, all like, uh, uh, oh, what are we doing again? Slow down, Spigs. Slow down. <laughs> Just take it easy. Take a couple breaths. Also, in this room, um, you guys, when you first entered, you noticed on the right wall, on the eastern wall. There is a steel door with a little plate, but it's all dusty. You can't really see what it says. Well, Gage walks over the steel plate, like brushes his his arm against it and cleans the dust off. Okay, it says auxiliary maintenance. Ooh. Okay, so um, Gage grips his finger around the corner and tries to pry it off. The the little sign. Ah. Oh, so oh, sorry. So it's not a sign, like a sign covering something. No, no, it's just like a little sign on a door. Okay, all right. It will. He'll go and check the door. Is it unlocked? It is unlocked. Okay, so slowly he turns the door and peeks through. Is it dark in there? It's um, it's got some of that green lighting, but it's not flicking on and off. It's just a constant green light. Um, you see that the light on the roof says emergency lighting. Um, you notice that this room is full of clutter. There are boxes, like crates and cardboard boxes and some old barrels, um, like oil drum sort of things, old toolboxes covered in sort of webs and dust. Um, you see on the far back wall in the green light, there are some breakers and then some like pipes and tubing with those sort of, um, pressure valve things. Okay. So, are there any labels or anything on the tubes? Covered in dust, you cannot really see. Can I sweep the dust away? Or is it, like, everywhere? Or just near, near where the... Like, where you can turn it, is there anything there? If he just gives it a rub with his gloves? Um, if you... You can push through all the stuff and you can reach the breakers pretty easy. Mm-hmm. You rub those off and, um... It's, like, uh... Just... It says emergency backup lighting. Um... And you notice that the, some of the breakers have, like, burnt scorch marks on them, like, um, from sparks. So, it could be that when this um, explosion went off, 
you know, hundreds of years ago is when the first hover rail uh, came out that it disrupted or set off these breakers or something. You're not too sure. But you can flick them if you wish. Um, so we think that that's controlling the lights that are on right now then. It doesn't look like some, anybody has come in here and flicked these. Oh, okay. Um, but it could be. Hey guys, do we want to turn on more lights? Maybe. Or cause another small explosion. But if we turn on more lights, then I don't know how well we can stealth our way through this. What do you guys want to do? And we don't have much time. Uh, are all the lights already on? No. No, we've got this green light and then we can't see half the time. I so I can see all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's because just like, he's just overwhelmed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about, what's Corsain saying to this? We should turn the lights on. Okay. Gage flicks the breaker. All right. Oh, my eyes. Luckily for you, there is a, a small little spark and a little static electricity arcs up the side of the breaker and you hear this clicking you are not injured at all, and every second light flicks on in this dull amber lighting. Some of the other lights flicker and stay off. Some of them stay on. But uh, this is now considered dim light. All of the green flashing has turned off, but the whole place is set in dim light now. Uh, do we want to leave it like this? Like we could probably break it if we want to want to be sneaky, but this helps me. This helps us able to fight. Okay, no comments. Let's go. <laughs> We're not the sneakiest without without little moss. That's true. That's true. What if well, what contained. if we wear black turtlenecks? I don't have any on me right now. Me either. Says Paige Longleaf. She um, flicks out the chamber of her revolver and she clicks in another cartridge. She flicks it back and spins it. Uh, Gage goes over and picks up his sword as well and re-equips it. Nice. I think he dropped it at one point. Okay, so guns blazing it is, guys. What about the hostages? Guns blazing. Well, I... I've got some experience. Oh man. Oh wait. I think that that shot's wrong. We got another one of those. That's pretty good. Um, um We should we should save it, Spigs. This this stuff's supposed to last like twelve hours or so. Yeah, but the initial high is wearing off. <laughs> hey Spigs, Spigs, if you go if you go first and then you get shot again. Before we get shot, we can give you another one. Yeah, that's that's true. Sounds sounds like you want me to go. All right, let's go and get more. Yeah, all right, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> speaks take the front. All right, how about I go through like quite duct work in in the vents and then surprise them from there. I've got experience in vents. You last time you got lost in them though. And you were hanging upside down, remember, in the roof? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's that's meta. Yeah, I know. So, what if you guys could plan? I'll go in the can vents. We, can we see any vents? 
Um, not here in the auxiliary room. There's a like a small vent that's probably used to um, like extract any maybe like uh, fumes or something that that um, are caused inside the room for some reason. But nothing that you could fit a, a spigs into. Take that as a no. Yeah, I don't think I think we're gonna make too much noise if we go through the vents. All right, through the sewers it is. Sewer? All right. <laughs> is there a door at the end of the room that we'd gone in, so going back downstairs that we can continue? There are some stairs that lead, uh, like two hallways that lead to stairs that both lead down. You see signs that say lower platforms, uh, or then stairs, sorry, then stairs that lead up uh, that have a sign that reads Dark Cabin. Okay, we'll go to the lower platforms then. Alright, as you make your way down these stairs, you enter into a large subway platform area. There are four platforms, as you see these signs pointing off in these different directions. You can see bridges that stretch from the main platforms in the middle to um, the platforms on the outside. And in the big center platforms, which are platforms two and three, there are shops um, and then large waiting areas and stuff like that. Now, around the shops, you can see these small military tents and crates, chairs, fold-out tables with cards and cups um, and packets of... Um, chips and stuff on it and this place looks like it's lived in and um, being a base of the Aegis people probably do live here but what draws your attention in this dim or amber orange sort of light is this massive cyborg a bugbear and now he's pointing his left arm down at an older man the beard he's sort of got grey hair and his beard is um, grey with sort of white at the bottom he is um, his dark skin um, he looks up he's got a rag tied across around his mouth and Cortain you can see that it's Sisk mm. he's He's there in his fatigues. He wears usually like um, some some pseudo military stuff um, and a um, like a brown duster. Um, but he's on the ground. He's got a black eye bleeding from the side of the head. The bugbear. His right arm has a huge battle axe rested in it. It's resting on his shoulder. And the other hand is this big glowing cannon-like thing and it's setting this red amber light across um, Sisk's face and the bugbear says Ah, finally you have come to accept my invitation to death First, you all killed my gang and defeated me but I was remade and I wanted revenge I almost got that revenge and you put up a miserable attempt to defend yourself at the diner 
I was sure you would die there. But you and your friends... As he points the axe towards Cortain. Crawled out alive. Now you have delivered yourself to me. So I may finish the job. Do not act so quickly. <laughs> Think. <laughs> I... Hey guys, do we, do we know this guy? Quickly use one of the stim sticks that I have for combat stuff. Alright, yours is a little different. It's light blue liquid. Yeah. When you stab it into you, you get um, healing of... I think it was, was it 2d6? 1d6 for two rounds. One, yeah, cool. And um, that like jolts into you. Uh, let me just roll something here. You get a 1d4 of extra strength for one round. Okay. Both of those rolls are all the one. For all of them? <laughs> so you get one strength uh, extra? Yeah, and one health. And one health, okay. Alright, that's, that's better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> so as you stab it into your neck, the mecha bugbear says, There are 13 others aligned with the Order of Aegis behind me in this office. My soldiers will not hesitate to execute them. They have come here for a cause. To destroy this cell. Bugbear, what, what was your cause? Aren't you here for revenge? That is correct. I have chosen to follow the path until seeing you here. Now, I want my revenge. I will destroy you. But first, I offer you this choice. Either save those people. And he points his axe towards the office. Then fight me, which will result in your death. Or fight me now, which will result in your death, and you will never have a chance to save those people. I don't think he knows what uh, the choice the one is. We save people. Yeah, let's yeah. let's just save these people and then kill this guy. If, if, if you're okay with waiting, you hear this guy yell out, and you see this bone, this bone, one of the bonehead guys with the red and white mask. He pokes his head out of this office, and he's like, "But Mecca." And then the Mecca bugbear says, "Shut up." <laughs> Make your choice. I will not interfere if you decide to save them first. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's save them first, guys. Gage starts making his way down to the shops after hearing what Cortain said. So you make your way down towards the shops and through these blinds on the uh, office that's there and you see this big sign above that says tickets. You see that inside, three of these bonehead guys, they're all pointing submachine guns at these 13 hostages. Uh, there is also a tac droid in there. Um, it's been painted that same sort of red and it is pointing pistol down at some people and then once again off in the corner sort of pointing towards the door you guys can just see this um, another bugbear not as big and bulky as this this um this mecha bugbear, this cyborg. Uh, it's just wearing some sort of simple leather armors. Um, it's got some like three lens goggles on its face and it's holding a um, like this big like a meat cleaver but like a two-handed one, this great cleaver. You hear the bonehead yell out, don't even think about it, stay there! Look guys, this, this bugbear mecha guy friend of yours, he's not really like sane and we're going to try and save these people, but if you kill us, if you kill any of us, 
you're gonna stop him from getting his revenge. So maybe just maybe just let this one go. Persuasion check. A ghetto crit. Ooh, nice. Oh. Okay, let's um Oh a 19 plus one. Yep. 19 plus one. Alright, let me roll for these two do these three guys. Yeah, actually four dudes. <laughs> the bugbear's like You guys you guys I wouldn't fuck with that thing out there. Uh, I think we should I think we should probably let him go. But then the other three boneheads in the red skull mask things, skull helmets, one of them says, No fucking way! The boss said we're gonna be here and we're gonna take out these these ageist pieces of shit and we're gonna take him out, okay? And you hear another one say, Yeah. We're gonna take him out, man. That's we're being paid to do this. We're gonna follow the boss. Whatever the boss says, we're gonna do. And the third one, he's like, uh-huh. Kill him. We've gotta kill him. We're uh, technically not uh Aegis members. What if you uh left what if you guys just walk out and let the bugbear kill us? And then you can walk back in and finish up finish off these guys like nothing happened. How does that sound? One of the guys says Look, what I'll do is we're gonna go up to the uh, the next level up there, and he points to these stairs that you've just come down. And we're gonna wait. Whoever comes up those stairs is gonna get shot and die. That's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna leave this room now without killing anybody. But if anybody comes up those stairs, Aegis or not, besides the bugbear. Oh man, that's my plan. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna shoot and we're gonna kill. That's what we're here to do. We're here to stop the Aegis. Alright, yeah, you guys you guys go up there and you stop the Aegis. Do what, do what you gotta do. Yeah, stop for Aegis. They um they point to the TAC droid and they do like a hand signal and it nods and it like walks out pointing its pistol at you guys. Uh, and the boneheads file out, all pointing their guns towards you. The bugbear puts his big cleaver on his back. Um, he looks at the mecha bugbear and he's got like this worried look on his face. He pulls up this love, this light machine gun that he had ready, resting against the wall. He's pointing it at the people and then like at the hostages. He makes his way out of the office, pointing at you guys. They all slowly make their way around all the pillars and around you to the stairs they slowly back up anybody want to do anything before they leave no uh, Gage, nope. just, Gage just like holds his hands up to the side like kind of like cool so then you go we're not we're not touching guns we're not acting threatening oh maybe as as they leave as they walk up the stairs Gage just see you guys soon the bug the um the normal bug bear he you see him gulp and then he backs up slowly pointing the light machine gun and they all disappear up the stairs the mecha bugbear yep. turns to you guys got out of that. yeah well you rolled incredibly well you yeah. you you beat their um their wisdom checks um their passive wisdom you did you did good perfect on, D&D stuff right there on a persuasion plus one usually usually D&D players persuade themselves into trouble Yes. Um, but you got out of it, so congratulations. Um, 
The mecha bugbear turns to you and he says, Very good. Now we can commence battle. I shall move this weakling out of the way and then we shall fight. Who are you calling a weakling? Which weakling is he talking about? The one on the ground. Um, Sisk? Ah. Uh, I take a shot at him with my shotgun. Not Sisk. The uh, mecha bugbear. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I will take out this weakling. <laughs> you shoot him. All right. Um, all right, cool. Well, let's uh, all roll initiative, I guess. Ooh, that's pretty good for Spigs. 19, Gage. 20. Oh, yeah. 18. Oh, Oof. wow. <laughs> Whoa. We're ready. Um, Mecha Bugbear got a 12. And Paige Longleaf. Fuck, dudes. She... God, I got she's a crit t- on that one, oh. so she's on twenty-two. Nice. She's not so, the, um, Cortain, because you initiated the battle, you get a surprise round on him. So roll like uh, roll just like an attack off your shotgun. Nice. Okay. Does this mean Sis didn't get out of the way before the shotgun blast goes? He's on, on the ground. Though. Um, yeah, he's on the ground, okay. and and this bugbear is tall. like eight eight foot tall. Yeah. This cyborg, uh, but he is in the way. Correct. Wait, so Sisk is in the way? No, no. no, Not of your shotgun unless you roll incredibly poorly. <laughs> uh, that is an 18. Um, that will hit. So you're aiming for this thing's um, head? Or yeah, I'm, draw- like I'm going for... Describe him? Or going for, say, his torso. Cool. His torso is like this big metal plate and there's this like an in looks like a, a jet a reverse jet engine that has this constant orange red glow in it he's got this cybernetic eye and this like his whole jaw is like a big metal jaw with fake sort of metal sharp teeth on it um you can see bits of fur on his head and um a little bit of fur on one of his legs but that's it the rest of him is this big mechanical suit okay. how far away is he uh, from you guys, I would probably say he's, um, 30 feet. Okay. And how far away are the shops where the guys are? The yeah. shops? Yeah, the Aegis guys in the office shops thing. Um, like, 50 feet? Okay. Cool. None of them have started moving yet. Yeah. Did, uh, did you roll their initiative or anything as well? They are of a group initiative, and they are on A2. 15 damage. 15 damage. Uh, what sort of damage? Ballistic, correct? Yeah, ballistic. Cool. You blast, you see like um, a, a piece of a shrapnel from your shotgun like, tear through the flesh on his head and the rest of it punch into the metal and some of it bounce off. Um, you, you can see that not a, um, not a lot of... It didn't do a lot of damage, I should say. Okay. Not a lot as in... He just has a lot to get through, or that it was ineffective. Um, wasn't as effective as you thought it might be. Okay. I see how it is. And uh, we will go to initiative order now. Paige pulls out her pistol, and she starts a blast. And okay, let's see if she hits. And that's a 19, which will hit. And six. She points her pistol to, uh, sorry, her revolver two-handed. Bang, bang, fires two shots. 
one hits him in the chest, the other hits him in the neck. He um, looks down at this small half-elf woman and he says, I do not know who you are, but prepare to die with your friends. And next it is Spig's turn. So Spigs is his first move. He's like, all right, guys, I'm not going down this time. And he grabs out of his little, like, pocket box hand compartment. Yep. Uh, pops open the door. Bing. And pulls out um, a couple, of, like, sticks. And he, like, attaches them onto his, like, armor, like, certain places. So they're kind of like... So imagine they're pretty much spikes. And then yep. there he activates them. Activates one of them, and then he sends like a he's got like a force field like shoots out, and they like connect in a perfect um, sort of sphere around him. Now he has plus two. Oh, nice! What spell was that? That was what I used last time. Shield of Faith. Nice. Is my faith action. in the machine? Yeah. Now he looks all punk like. And is that a um? That's a, an action? That is a bonus action. Cool. And then Spigs will then let loose his cannon. That's not a good number. <laughs> do I have any? I do have a hero dice left. I will use a hero dice. Alright, so that is 12 plus 4. 16 verse AC. Uh, what, what is this? A shot with your thunder cannon? Yep. As you do so, as you shoot at him, he bats the electricity shot or the um, the ballistic shot, whatever it is, aside with his huge great axe that he's holding in one hand. Damn. And it, is it, was it electricity? No, he's going lethal. Alright, cool. So these, these bullets... He slams them and um, you see them like drop to the ground a few meters away. Next is Gage. Okay, so Gage is going to um, flank uh, flank the Mecha Bugbear on the side of the... Uh, towards the officers. And he says, do you guys have any weapons? Any RPGs? Bazookas? Anything for this giant guy thing? It'd be super helpful. Um... And then, what's your um, what's your passive perception? Eleven. Um, you don't hear any reply. Yep, that's fine. This boss battle <laughs> music is playing really loud in your ears. Cool. Okay, so <laughs> Gage doesn't hear replies. So he's gonna start heading towards them. He doesn't get there yet. Um, his speed is thirty feet, so I guess he does a full move action towards them. Um, yep. And then he's going to do witch bolt. Uh, with which right. bolt? Which one? Yeah. Uh, which one? Okay. So, <laughs> um, now can I use a hero dice for this or not? You roll, um, and then like you roll your attack, and then okay. choose if you want to use hero dice. So thirteen. So yes, I will use hero dice. Ah, uh, oh, fourteen. Fourteen. That is a miss. So you shoot this beam, and he as he like sees you running towards the hostages he turns and when you fire it you see like this intake in his chest and he sucks the magic in and you see like 
his red eye, one of like the robotic eye, the big orb-like one, it glows hotter, this hot red, and all of the little linings of light around and energy around his uh, armor glows brighter as well. I don't think we should use lightning, guys. This is gonna be a bad time. That's all I've got. Use another got. Alright, it's kinda all I got too. <laughs> okay. Cool. I'm also out of slots for first level battles. Alright, next is Cortain. Are there a lot of no um pouches, but just like look, what I wanna do is I've got one grenade left, and I would like to do the whole put it on his person, get it wedged in somewhere, and then he goes away. Alright. Well, he does have, like, um... He's not... Com- like, his, his cybernetics are not completely symmetrical. Like, some some parts are bigger and bulkier than others. It looks, he kind of looks like he's been thrown together. Um, you know, all these different parts have been built this huge mechanical thing around mm. this bugbear. Uh, so, yeah, there's cool. probably a place you can try and stash it. I would, um... I would have you... You would probably have to get close. Um, and then I'll maybe get you to roll... Um, a Maybe an investigation or... Or could I try to grapple him? Yeah, you want to do um, like a... Well, like I want to grapple him, put it on, and then next turn I'll, 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 I'll ditch. All right. You can... Yeah, um, I'm going to try to grapple him. You can him. definitely do so. Yep. All right, so you move up to him and... Roll your um, attack. 20. That grapples. So you grip him. Um, ha- explain how you do it and and your aim is to hide the um Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm on his back right? and he's like, oh, get off of me. And I'll be like, my delight. And I get off and there's a, there's a grenade on him. Yep, cool. So you jump up on his back and you sort of like grab his arm as you do it. So you're locking his um, cannon arm behind his... Um, behind yep. his back and you're holding his neck and he's like release me yeah basically that's my plan cool uh, and let's um, maybe what do you think do you think a sleight of hand to place it with while he's trying to what shake he, you what off if, didn't he have that that big like a hole thing where he sucked in the witch bolt could he just like use strength and jam it in there mm. Yeah, I was, you, could, I was, you could certainly. It's try. also because I'm bad at sleight of hand, but I was hoping to use strength and just jam it in. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, you grappled him at the moment. You did say he was from the back, so um, you can try and like reach over and force it into his chest if I, you want. I, I, I will. I'll try to. I'll try to to, to give him the old reach around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, roll a uh, roll a strength check, and he will. Um, he's gonna. Roll an opposing. Wait, but if I if I shove like the grenade him. in grenade in his front and then try to get away, the explosion's probably gonna kill my old my old friend down on the ground. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do it yet. <laughs> I'm grappling him and I'll uh I'll call out to my friends and allies to get to get um sis out. Alright, so you're gonna try and hold him there for the moment. Yeah. Cool. Uh and next will be Mecha Bugbear. He is going to use an action to break free of this stealth. Oh, sorry, this grapple. And... He snaps him in half. <laughs> that will be... Yep, that's going to be a 16. 
So, a uh, grappled creature can use its action to escape. To do so, it must see the strength uh, or dexterity check contest. Okay, so you need to make another yep. strength check as a contest to see who gets the larger or the higher. Oh, I'm going to use one of our one of our hero dice. All right, sixteen. So he meets oh, it. He, he beats, beats it. it. So he um he rips his cannon arm free and uh, shakes. Oh wait, you said I get I, to the you said I get plus one, didn't you? For to my strength. That means it means it's a seventeen. Yes. Oh yes. Nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that. That's no problem. Stick. All right. He doesn't break free or shake you off. You're still holding him there. He can't break free, uh, but he can okay. still make attacks. Bring it on. So, what he's going to do is he will... Um, is he disadvantaged? He's, he's basically going to try and... He's basically trying to blast you with his... Um, his yep. cannon at first. Oop. Fuck, sorry. I just dropped my, my d20. Let's roll this other one here then. I rolled an 18, um, which will be plus 7. I'm guessing that's going to hit. Yes. So that will do. It's in a 10-foot cone. There's this blast of red-hot bullets or shrapnel fires out, doing a good old uh, 9 ballistic damage to you. 9 ballistic, okay. Yep. And then he shall use, as you sort of like fling around a bit, he's using his great axe and he's just going to chop into you. Okay. 16, 23 versus AC. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a hit. Uh, 9, 13 slashing damage. Ooh, I am almost dead. <laughs> um... And that is the end of his turn. That's all he can do. Okay. Next will be it is worse. the hostages. Wasn't good enough. The um, Sisk. He is going to um, attempt to get up. You see that his legs are bound um, with these large sort of square-like um, manacle sort of things. Uh, and so are his arms. He's going to basically try to... Um, like fall onto his side and try and roll away from the fight. And he moves uh, good old t uh, 10 feet away. That's basically the end of his turn. None of the other hostages move from the room. Next we'll have Paige and she is going to once again fire uh, she's going to miss she's trying not to shoot Cortain so she's trying to shoot him in the chest area and uh, she shoots it just bounces off she hits a very thick plate on the, uh, the good sis to safety uh, and she's like ah oh, okay and she makes her way towards him she gets to him uh, but she can't do anything else so it's Spig's turn Spigs locks in another ammo cartridge and fires up the cannon. Just a normal shot. Um, I, don't, I think I just gain. Yeah, so it's still lethal. Yep. But uh, he always gets 
like the extra damage cool. for the Thundermonger. And he's probably gonna miss again for that one. That was a nine plus four. So 13 versus AC. 13 yep. plus AC. That is going to miss. That is Spig's turn. He will like move into some cover. Probably like protecting the like in front of the hostages so she's like kind of shielding them. Alright, you can move behind like some crates and stuff that the um they had been using. Yeah. Cool. And then it will be Gage's turn. A gauge doesn't run, but he moves very quickly towards where the hostages are. And can he see them? Yep. Yes, they all are they're all gagged with um like thick tape um around their heads like around their mouths their arms and legs are sort of um what is okay. it called cable tie Gage pulls out his sword and um cuts one of whoever's closest like he cuts one of the guys free and then gives him the sword and he, and he says anything you can do to help like alright he grabs the sword uh, I rolled for his, um, just say his courage. He grabs the sword and he's like, fuck this, I'm out of here. Wait. And he, uh, he, right, he makes his way out, he runs. He, he would have passed if you had, if you handed him a gun. Because who needs courage when you have a gun? I rolled a, rolled a two on it. He, he runs about, uh, 20, 20 feet. Does he take the sword with it? Yeah, with he takes him? the sword. Ah. <laughs> Can I, can I, as he says it, um, does he become my enemy and then I can react as he goes past me? <laughs> and <laughs> You can yep. consider him an enemy, okay. yeah. Uh, I'm going to yep. try and um, disarm him. Is that possible with an attack? Um, you have, do you have anything that allows you to do it? No, just an unarmed strike, like as it's a reaction to him running away. You can, you can try and grapple sure. him. If you, you or you can like try and punch him, and if you roll well enough, I'll um, I'll sort of um yep. work it so that yeah, he drops so the weapon. Idiot tries to like punch him, let's stop him. Yep. Twelve. Um, that hits him. Uh, you you basically punch him, causing one damage, but he does not drop the weapon. Okay. Um, next will be Cortain. Okay, so this is gonna be this is gonna be a bad decision. But none of them save Sith. I will jam the grenade in his chest. Yep. Then my plan my plan is to jam it in his chest, roll off, try to get Sist away with my strength. If I can't, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay on top of them and, and try to take the take the grenade. Do you have multiple actions? You got no, 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 I don't. I use Max and Surge in the last right. fight. So, um, what would it be? Would you have to, you know, what? M make a strength check to try and push it in there, and then he'll make a um, uh, dexterity saving throw um, as per fifth edition rules. <gasps> Did you roll a one? Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> oh no! All right. He's gonna roll the um, new character for me, guys. So you go to place the grenade in his chest area, 
and like the heat from it lights up the grenade in your hand. Yep. Which is going to be good and bad. You will take 5d6 piercing. Seventeen uh, piercing damage. It blows off your hand, oh! or maybe your fingers. Uh, it blows off my hand. Uh, I rolled a one. Yeah, that's true. Okay, it blows off your hand. Uh, he takes. What is it? I think he speaks as a spare one. He takes. Yeah. He takes a little bit of damage, but um, he sees you reaching around, and he is able to bring up his arms to deflect it from the main part, like the main place of his body. So he takes a small amount of damage. Um, and he throws you to the ground. You're prone. I'm also unconscious. All right. So you see this explosion go off as Cortain tries to press it into his chest area, and the grenade turns this bright, hot red. It explodes, and then it's like... Uh, the bugbear slams Cortain in the ground like the Hulk <laughs> did Loki um, in Avengers. And the bugbear has a whole bunch of shrapnel and stuff stuck in him. So it, it did some damage, um, but not the not as much as Cortain was hoping for. Cortain does not move. Um, it is the bugbear's turn. He looks down at Cortain and says, Pitiful attempt to destroy me. Now I will turn on your friends. And he uh, turns, looks around, and he's going to look between... I'm going to roll a d4 to look at Sisk, Page, Spigs, or Gage. Uh, and roll a 1. That was Sisk. <laughs> so he makes his way up 10 feet, and he is going to... Um, just lift up his great axe in one hand. It's going to glow a... Um, I think it's going to glow blue. Let's see. I'll roll while I do this. You see energy. Yeah, so you see the energy from his chest, like the red. It sends out that blue, the same blue electricity that... Um, that he stole from Gage as Gage did the Witch Bolt. It sort of, um, the energy flows into his Great Axe as he's swinging it down. There's this big lightning arc as he hits into, um, luckily, the ground right next to Sisk's head as Sisk rolls out the way and this arc lightning sort of shoots off um, in another direction, hits the tracks, and you see it all flick up along the tracks. Uh, and that's the end of his turn. Uh, so that will now be hostages. I'm just going to react to Sisk um, for the moment. He is going to once again try and roll away. Uh, he makes it another um, 10 feet. And the guy with the sword is also going to... Uh, he rolls a 2. He trips over, um, and he doesn't go, so as you punch him, Gage, he makes it another five feet, and then he trips. Uh, now the other hostages move, because they're all bound, they're all laying on the ground or on their knees. Next will be Paige, and she will make her way over to Sisk, um, taking an off tack of the bugbear. 
Shishi dodge rolls as he swipes his um, great axe across through the air. She grabs Sisk and she's going to roll a strength, which is 11 plus 1, uh, 12. Yeah, she picks him up and she helps him uh, 15 feet away and that's the end of her turn. It's Spig's turn now. Where is Cortain? Cortain? is probably like because you moved towards the building Cortain is probably 20 25 feet actually now nah, maybe maybe more to 25 30 feet away from you more importantly where is the bugbear in relation to that position like is he in the way between spigs and no Cortain? he he is he is moved towards the stairs that you entered from so he is not between you and Cortain all right so Spigs is going to run up to Cortain. Yep. Like, and then he's going to run? cast. Can he run? <laughs> chicken, chicken legs. <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. The it's Spigs type of running, you know, really slow and like epic. As <laughs> <laughs> like exploding grenades go off in the background. He will cast. The spell Cure Wounds. Ooh, nice. So he gets out from his, like, pocket laboratory kit in his arm. Yep. He'll, like, pop open the door again and then reach in and grab out this, like, this another, like, a syringe. Uh, and he basically will, like, stab into a quartain with his hand and then pump him full of magic juice. Oh man, I just don't like the thought of you pumping your brother full of magic juice. <laughs> Whoa, that's that's definitely in a blue one. Oh, I'm gonna leave that in. Monster. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's see how Spigs pumps Cortain full of magic juice. Yeah, Spigs is not related to Cortain. <laughs> probably one whatsoever. of the best things that you've said on the podcast so far. <laughs> yeah. All right, what did all you right. roll for the um? For them health? Uh, so a creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting ability. Modifier. Whatever number that is. Your, you cast with intel, don't you? I do. I can see the save. Is this my intel modifier? Yeah, not the, not the, sa- not the saving throw, the modifier. Yeah, so plus 3. Cool. So 1d8, 1D8, 1D8 plus 3. Plus three. I will roll it then. So that's a total of six. Well, from wherever you were, up six points, Cortain. Pardon? He healed you six points. He healed me six points, so I go up to zero and then heal six? Because I am I'm in the negative. How, how much negative? Ten. Uh, that's a good question. What do you... What I can't do you, remember. It's what do we usually the, do? It's in the Paul's handbook. Uh, let's go here. Um, falling to zero hit points. Yeah, you just go to zero. Yeah, you just go to zero. Cool. Are you conscious? Does he, is he conscious? Nah, he's not. He's got to roll a... Um, 1d4. 1d4 for the moment. Unless somebody uses a stim on him. Three. Alright, so he will basically... 
wake oh. up in three hours. <laughs> but but you yeah. guys don't know that. <laughs> and Spigs, are you doing anything else? Oh, sorry, no. Spigs is done. He he probably he'll try. He, maybe he like. Uh, so that was an action. As a bonus, I already ran up to him, so I've already used my move. Oh, he's part of the rest of my move. Uh, that's pretty stuck. Yeah, that's it. I'm done. All right. Uh, next, we will go to First thing Gage. Is, um... Page, get out of the open. Um, heal up Cortain and then hide behind Spigs's legs. Huh? Heal up Gage. Oh, sorry. No, sorry, not, not Gage. Cortain. All right. Damn it. <laughs> and then hide right. behind Spigs's legs. And then he turns. Did that guy fall on the ground that he punched? Is yeah. He's, he's like, um... Okay, looking dead, around, are these guys all in military-esque gear? Like... Yeah. The, the people, the hostages? Nah, they're random. They're like, some some look civilians, some look like okay. Aegis people. Oh, okay. It's so the bunch. one that he handed the sword to wasn't... He was just a random guy. He wasn't in any kind of military gear. I thought all the Aegis guys were military. Oh. He, um, they're like, um... Street militia, but uh, he was. Okay. He was just Do they have? Um, is the Aegis a religious organization? No, no, okay. no. They're for like justice and protection for the um, for the people of Darkhaven because like the police don't do so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Gage is gonna try anyway. Um, he's gonna like the, and he fell over. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So Gage, yeah. like, turns to him and he says, like, um, you, hey, you that fell over and you're about to run up there and get shot. Um, the Aegis is here to help people to stop these things from happening. And I had respect for you guys, but instead you're just standing around getting shot. Why don't you pick up that sword and go help your friends? All right, persuasion check. Or, um, yeah, persuasion, I would say. The way that that went. Four. <laughs> Can't roll two. Yeah. He... He, um... Let's go with a blade. But he doesn't do anything yet because it's not his turn. Okay. Um... I'll say that was a bonus. Are you sure? You do in normal... Okay. Standard. Right. Yep. I was... Yep. Yeah, okay. No, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm trying to be a good damn. <sighs> I'm not trying to be as bad as uh, or as um, ruthless as I am sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, Gage is going to tell that Sorry? to Fourteen's hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's gonna stand. Ah, oh, damn it! What should he do? Okay, I hadn't thought this far ahead. Special beam cannon. Special beam cannon. No, I already used that. Didn't work. It just got absorbed. <laughs> um. Yeah. It's just because you're oh. all bad. Really? No, I'm too worried. No, Gage thinks it's going to be absorbed at any rate. Actually, can he do... No, Detect Magic doesn't work to that much detail to find out how that thing on his chest works, right? Yeah, just... No, oh, it's just magic. Yeah, basically okay. tell you what it is. Um, yeah. Gage is going to try and uh, shoot. Did we have, like... You can... You know, you could probably... Hmm... I will let you roll, like, an intelligence check. It'll be your standard, uh, or your, your action, to, and if, like, I'll, I'll tell you what different parts of him are. Like, as somebody who's, 
um, a hacker and that sort of thing and into cybernetics, you would pr- you might know um, what those things are. So I can roll an if you want to do that or or investigation um, or perception. I would. I would probably say like it would it would fall under nature because nature checks are okay. like to find the the nature and the the origin okay. of things. So and I'm stuff. looking for weaknesses and trying to figure out how that thing works. Cool. Yep. Uh, Eleven. Oh, actually, nature the recall law about terrain, plants, animals. Maybe not. Just roll a um. Okay. Yeah, roll an investigation. Do you want me to use? Oh no, I forgot what it was. Okay. 18. Roll it again. That's all good. 18. Okay, that th- that thing in the chest is uh, probably just a vent to um, sort of uh, push out any of the... Whatever, whatever heat and energy is keeping this thing alive. Um, it seems to work like a vacuum as well. So in, in instances, it can suck in um, energy. Um, but it's not like an automatic thing. Like you attacked, but you were sort of too slow and he, or he was too quick and he could sort of, um, suck in the energy as, as like a reaction. Do you think, is it, is it on the front? Yeah, it's on, it's on his front. So if Gage completely flanked it, he might not be able to see it even if I miss? Yeah, possibly. Unless you roll really bad. Yeah, okay. Um, hostages in, in Gage's mind like and he's disgusted of these people like they were because Gage is very much like protect the innocent he no longer sees them as innocent he sees them as idiots from one guy from one guy yeah like he was a representation of their thing and no one well they're they're like relatively safe there's no one that's there threatening them yeah like immediate threat that, that's um, true but they all like they're, they're in a room as well they know the situation they they know what's going down and so he's going to um leave the guy with the sword and try and flank the big guy all right oh, I, yeah 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 and then what are you doing that's it i've used all my actions so he's gonna move move around to behind yep. the bugbear, hoping that he's distracted. How how close within how how close are you gonna move? Um, he will still be he'll be within twenty feet of range of the bugbear. Okay, cool. Yeah. Next will be Cortain. You um, you are stabilized from the healing. Uh-huh. You have rolled your d four, um, so. Until somebody uses a stim on you or something, I would say that um, that's your turn. You like you don't need to roll d20s and death saving throws or anything at the moment until you're injured again. Um, so yep. we will move to the Mecha Bugbear, who oh, good. is uh, he's got his eyes on um, Paige at the moment because she Paige Longleaf because she went and took or protected Sisk from his attack. Uh, so he's going to go after her. And... His first Great Axe attack misses. And his second one is definitely going to hit. And that will be... Uh, good fucking... 
what I want. She did. All right. Um, he rolled incredibly poorly on his attack, which is good, but also annoying. Um, <laughs> so on a D12, I rolled a one. On the D8 extra damage, I rolled a one. So he does um, five slashing damage, and then a little arc of lightning hits her for one uh, thunder damage as it cracks as he hits, uh, which is basically nothing. Anyway, that is the end of his turn. It will uh, now move to the hostages, and let's see what that guy does. Yeah, he, he runs up the stairs. He leaves the sword behind, though. Yep. And he goes... He leaves the sword behind. <sighs> he, ran, he ran up the stairs. Doesn't he just he hear gunfire? Yep. He, gets he only has a certain amount moves. of footsteps, so, um, like, square movements. So, we'll, we'll see. Uh, next is <laughs> Paige, and she is going to close range fire against the bugbear. Uh... Rolling a one, completely puts the gun up to his chest. He smacks it away. She fires into the air. It is now Spig's turn. Spig's will lock and load. All right. And fire. Yeah, it's better than before. There's a nineteen. Plus whatever to hit. Plus forty. So twenty-three. All right. Ah, oh, I brought a one and a two and a four, four, three, seven, nine piercing damage. Nine piercing. Yep, and then Spigs will run back to where he was before to protect behind those barrels to protect the hostages and also to protect. All oh, right, you're not going to um, try and take Cortain or use anything on him. No, you already did it. Too bad. Oh, can I? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> it is now Gage's turn. Okay, so I was thinking about this. Gage is in a moral dilemma: whether to help his friends or help the. In it, the idiots slash innocence, so I'm just gonna roll a d20. Yep. Um, so, find out the button. so, 1 to 10 hostages, 10 to 20, um, or 1 to 9 hostages, 10 to. No, how does it even work? Anyway, whatever, 10 up, you'll save friends. Okay, so roll a 14, so he's gonna save friends, um, and he's going to use a level 2 um, witch bolt. Is, he, is right. he behind? So he's behind the bugbear now? Yeah. yeah. 15. I would say you're kind of close to Cortain at this moment too. 15? Yeah. You want to roll hero dice? Yes. Last one. 20. Not that. Uh, and it's level... That's a hit. Yeah. So Gage, like, uh, he pulls back... Um, he pulls back his hand through his witch bolt and... Um, Nope, it's gone. Okay. He pulls back his hand for his witch bolt, and this time, instead of, like, shooting it straight away while running like he did before, he holds onto it for as long as he can. Um, so it holds longer, and instead does 2d12 damage as I use his second level sports 
slot. Nice. What uh, what sort of damage is it? Lightning. Wait one second. All right. I just need to double check it because it's not. Oh. Thirteen lightning damage. All right. But, but also the the arc, it's spun around the room and it's holding onto him now. Ah oh, yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. It shocks into him, and you do see that it it's not um not as effective as you thought it would be. But it still does damage. He like flinches at it, but then you see like the sort of little crackles of lightning sort of uh, flick into these just, like the, the lights and energy pulses around his body. Okay. So just just to that's just to give it flavor. He has resistance against uh, lightning. Yeah. And next we have uh, Cortained. Can't do anything at the moment. And Mecha Bugbear's turn. He will turn towards the shots and the lightning that he was just hit with. And odds and evens, odds, spigs, evens, a gauge, odds. He is going to charge towards spigs. And on the way there, um, he's going to point his cannon arm and fire a spell known as I didn't bring it up like an idiot sorry chain lightning so he's going to bounce it off um, gauge and then spigs but continue for spigs is he doing that because I've charged him with lightning because you no just because you hits a spell he has okay. and you hit him okay. uh, so he, yeah, he. Uh, you both need to make a dexterity saving throw. Dex. I'm gonna just roll up the damage. Um, Gage is gonna. Nineteen. Sixteen. And he's also used another shield. Okay, let's see what his. You both pass, uh, but you take twenty-three lightning damage as this arc lightning hits both of you. First gauge, it arcs off, hitting spigs, and then just blasts against a column. Wait, sorry, does, so gauge got hit as well? Lightning damage? Yeah, so on a, on a, um, yeah. so on a passed save, it, you take half the damage. So he rolled 46 damage. Oh, yep. half. Because oh, it's down. 10d8 lightning. Holy crap. Not down, down to seven. And... That is the end of... Oh, no, he runs towards Spigs. He sees that you have been um, knocked out. And he will turn towards Gage. And he will say, Your friends are dying. You are next. Was running in action? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's that's um, that's all he does. He can't. He's like moved all the way to Spigs. He can't get back to you. Yes. Uh, next is hostages. Um, none of them are breaking free, and it's really sad. Um, you guys, <laughs> you guys hear? Or sorry, Gage, you hear gunshots off in uh, up the stairs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I right away. Um, and Sisk. 
He's still struggling to get free. He can't do anything. It's Paige's turn. Um, she's going to... I'm going to roll for this as well. Um, evens, she's going to cut Sisk free. Uh, or try and break him free of the shackle things. Um, and then odds, he's going to... She's going to fire at Wait. the bugbear. But Gage told her to heal Cortain. Yeah, I know. Okay. All right. She points the her, her revolver at the 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 bindings, and Sisk puts them both together, and he's making mumbling noises, and she fucking aces it. She, she blasts one shot, cuts both of the binds on Sisk. He his legs and arms are separated. And he from from each other as they were bound, and he stands up. Um, he will now add into initiative properly. Yeah, that's all right. He's next to. He's actually just after Gage, and he doesn't do anything yet. But uh, where are we? Paige will then move to Cortain, but then that's all she can do. Spigs, death saving throw for me, please. Alrighty. Spigs rolls a three. That's, That's one, one fail. fail. All right, Gage, it is your turn. Okay, so, so we're on three. There's platforms, right? Yeah. So the the ones that you're on are platform two and three. It's like a really big platform with all the shops, and then um, one and four are like across the other side. Okay, so how close near the edge are we? And how um, far is the drop? Cortain would be 20 feet from the edge. You would probably be 30 feet from the edge. Okay. And, okay, so what I want to try and do, like, like, let me know if this isn't possible. So I want to ready an action. So when um, when the mecha bugbear comes towards me, Gage is going, he's going to stand in a spot. So when he charges him, because he always seems to be doing melee attacks, he also does chain lightning attacks, but also the melee attacks. Um, he's going to move and then do thunder wave to try and blast him off the edge. All right, because does thunder wave push him? Yeah, creatures. All right. Yeah, that's um. How, how many squares does it push him? Ten feet. Okay. So he's going so, to yeah. move towards the edge and then possibly like like sidestep and then do it. Yep. Cool. That's that is possibility. Okay. <laughs> do you want to move over there and ready it? Yep. <laughs> cool. Um. Yeah, and also he shouts at um, the leader of the idiots to help his idiot friends. Oh, uh, at Sisk? Yeah. Right. Does, they don't have names anymore. They're just... <laughs> cool, so you move over there and you ready attack and the trigger would be if the bugbear comes near you, you use Thunder Wave um, to push him off the edge. Yeah, and he's... Oh, and he actually, and he looks at him and says like, well, come hit me then. All right. Cool. Taunt him. Yep. Sweet. Yay! Death. It is Sisk's turn, and he will make his way towards Cortain. He's going to uh, pull Cortain's shotgun free, and he's going to um, move towards the bugbear and take a shot. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, 16... Yeah, 20, that'll hit. And that will be 2d8. 10, 11, 
and shoots. And the mecha bugbear wipes some blood away from um, his cheek as some shrapnel sprayed into it from the shotgun. Uh, next we will have uh, Cortain. Once again, can't do anything. Sorry, Ben. It is All good. Mecha Bugbear's turn. And he is going to run towards Sisk. He's going to make a great axe attack on Sisk. And then he's going to um, run towards Cortain. Oh. Sorry, to, sorry, towards Gage to do the same. Okay. So running in towards... Because um, Sisk is basically on the way to you. Yeah. He swings... His big blade, Sisk, drops to a knee, ducking it. Bugbear looks back over his shoulder as he charges towards Gage. He then focuses on Gage to attack. Uh, wait, wait, ten. I interrupt. Well, I do. You do. So I do 24. What is it? Yeah, I do. Uh, does he have to make a dex or does he, or do you attack him? A save, yeah. So, uh, fail save. Constitution save. Constitution. 24. He rolled a 14 plus 3. Cool. Okay. So Gage does 2d8. 9 damage. And tries okay. to push him off the platform to gain us more time. Alright. Uh, 9 damage. And... Oh, um, thunder. Thunder? Yeah. Yeah, thunder is off force. Force damage. Yeah. Cool. You see, like, a, as this force damage hits him, a big chunk of his armor crumples in, and he's like, Aah! And does he get blown off the thing? <laughs> yep. He falls yes. down. You you nice. push him back with this, this shockwave. He falls down onto the tracks, uh, the train tracks with this big clunk and crunch. Um, and you hear him going, <laughs> You could see that force damage did quite a lot of damage to him. That would be very helpful if I had spell slots left. <laughs> uh, and uh, is that at the end of your... No, that's the end of his turn. Oh, yeah. Uh, hostages. There's a sword that they could see. Oh, you see a guy climbing out uh, or climbing out of the door. It looks like he um, has snapped the cable ties at his feet and his hands. He's still got the tape on his mouth. He's pulling, he's pulling that off. Um... The nearest weapon is Biggs's Thunder Cannon. He's going to pick that up. Um, and then he looks down at Spigs, uh, And he's going to try and stabilize. Yeah. He doesn't have a lot of bonuses, but he rolls an 8. It's not going to really do much. Sorry, Spigs. He tried. Um, he doesn't know where like the machine starts and ends with Spigs at the moment. This poor guy. Uh, next will be Paige, and she is going to stab Cortain right in the. Um, you're pretty armored up, so he's gonna, she's gonna try and stab you in the sort of uh, the neck area with this this pep, this um, this stim that she's got, and you get um, the healing, which is five hit hit dice. Five hit dice. But it's your hit dice plus one you can use to heal up as you come back with full of adrenaline taking a minus two to wisdom uh, checks and saving throws for 12 to 24 hours nice but my my hand doesn't grow back does it 
<laughs> no. Unfortunately. Dang. Not. Okay, I'm I'm back. That that would be handy. All right. Um, and it is Spig's turn. Uh, roll a dex. Sorry, roll a de- uh, saving throw for me. Death saving throw. Uh, what happens if Spigs rolls a natural crit? Then he come. He jumps to as per my rules as a DM. It's like a heroic feat of gripping onto life. Spigs sits up. His eyes are wide. He's got one HP. He sees a um, like an Aegis soldier, like trying to tend to his wounds. In one hand, uh, the Aegis soldier is like holding the thunder cannon. Spigs just rips it out of his hand, and what does um, whose turn is it now? Yeah, it is your turn. What do you do? You're you're still sort of prone. Where where's the where's the bugbear? The um the Aegis guy points, and he's like over there. <laughs> And he points towards the uh, the <laughs> railway tracks. Over there. Over there. Over there. Over there. <laughs> is, is he done? Can't He's see. not done yet. <laughs> Spigs runs across. Well, you take you use half your movement getting up, and then you can yep. move. All right. So half my movement is nothing. <laughs> and then... Yeah, but you've got a gun. That's okay. That shoots distances. All right. So half my move is seven point five <laughs> feet. I use the other seven point five feet. <laughs> but then I use my sniper slash cannon. Wait, like quick question. Stupid range. He's got no. You've got no li- like line of sight. You cannot see him. He's down in the tracks. Okay. A fire mortar. <laughs> mortar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Um, basically, the only person that can see him is Gage. Um, and it is Gage's turn. He's down here. Gage. Um. I. He needs to. Wa- Needs to walk to the edge, I'm guessing. Uh, no, you, okay. you can see him from so, there. I can't remember yeah. our rules. What's do we have a take aim? And you can just and or do I get advantage for higher ground? Um, well, he's just sort of laying exactly, there. Exactly right. Um, so usually when they're prone, it's harder to hit them. But because you're higher than him and he's just laying on the tracks, I'm gonna say it's not advantage, but you don't get disadvantage. Okay. No, but there's no aim. You can just shoot. A uh, pistol is... Sorry, I didn't re-add it to this. Um, 2d4. 2D4. Yep, yeah, uh, and dex to hit. Plus your plus your proficiency in dex, yep. Oh, uh, get a crit. Yeah. Nice. All right, and hit. And 2d4. Well, not plus four. Six damage. All right. You shoot him in the, um, in the face. It, like, punches through the metal plating on his face. And he like roars in pain, um, but you don't see any blood come out or anything. Um, anything else you want to do? Or is can that I it? prone so he can't see me? <laughs> like, yeah, you you can you can move back. Actually, actually can... how how high is the edge? But actually, like how far down is he? Like, like ten feet? Because he can probably just jump up. Yeah, probably probably like ten feet. Mm. Oh, Gage will Gage will take a step back from the edge so he can't just get pulled down. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, next is Sisk. He's going to um, run past and stand on the edge. He's going to pump the shotgun and fire into the bugbear again. Um, oh, just hits. Yes. Uh, 2d6 once again, isn't it? 2d6 shotgun. Nope. 2d8. Fuck yeah. 14 damage, right, so, 
blasts. And then it is Cortain's turn. How far am I away from the precipice? 20 feet. Mm. I will get up using half my move. Move 15 feet towards the uh, towards the edge. Can I see the bugbear from where I am? 15 feet from the edge? No, five feet say? from the edge now. I'll be oh, five feet from the Five edge. feet? Yeah, you can. Yep. I will pull out my revolver and take a shot. Yes. All right. Do it. 19. That hits. Oh. Um, that is 11 damage. Punk, you shoot him a couple times in like the um, abdomen, abdomen area. You see some blood pouring out of the bullet holes in the armor. He screams in pain once again. He's trying to get up, but his, all these robotic parts are like shaking and quivering and making strange clanking noises. Uh, is that all you want to do? Can you do anything else? Yes, that is all I can do. Cool. Uh, it is the mugger, the, the, not the mugger's The mugger. The, the mugger bugbear. Now the mecha bugbear, he, um, gets up, that's half of his movement, and he is going to, um, attempt to jump up with, uh, an athletics. Oh, that's a, that's a ghetto crit right there. Uh, he's going to jump up onto the platform um, next to, uh, basically between Gage and Sisk. So he's going to swing his uh, battle axe, or his, sorry, his great axe. Uh, as he does so, the this like red flaming energy pulses from it. And let's see. So first he's going to hit... Uh, but yeah, he, he basically makes one attack against um, uh, odds, gauge, even six. Our order one. Uh, so, gauge. Uh, that is 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, and a good old 16 versus AC. That hits. Oh, okay. Alright. Uh, that will be. Uh, four slashing damage, and then he rolls a 13 fire damage. No, sorry, 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 not 13. Uh, 11 fire damage. And then that's the end of his turn. Yeah, with that, Gage's um, jacket catches on fire and he goes down. Alright. Um, next is see if any hostages break free no but that one hostage um he is going to run back in and he's going to try and attempt to start breaking people free uh no (laughs) he's just going to use something in there um and yeah he starts he breaks two people free of their bonds uh next we'll go back to Paige. she's going to um run up to gauge and she's going to uh, use strength to try and pull him away from the edge and the, pull him away from the bugbear. Uh, yep, she pulls you 15 feet away. Oh, wow. She stamps out your fire, um, but she can't attack. 
Next will be Spigs. Spigs is loading up and firing in to the bugbear. Uh, I was really hoping for another crit. There's only a 9 plus. That misses. You shoot and he swats it away once again with his axe. Uh, and it will go to Gage. That's Sorry. Saving throw. Yeah, Gage. Gage, yep. Um, uh, saving throw. Death, uh, death saving throw. 17. Alright, that is one pass. It'll be Sisk now. He's going to put the shock, uh, shoot the shotgun at the bugbear. And 19 will hit again. Man, Sisk is good. He's an old dude, but he can definitely shoot a shotgun. Alright, that is... He blasts the shotgun into the bugbear's back. A whole bunch of shrapnel tears off a plate. The bugbear sort of like dips to a knee a little bit, roars in pain. Uh, and then it is Cortain's turn. So I will drop my revolver with my left hand to grab out my bastard sword and yep. I will charge the bugbear alright a 21 that That's will hit 14 damage 14 da- uh, what was it slashing? yep tell me how you kill the mecha bugbear I will run underneath his arm cutting just underneath the armpit yep so his arm then hangs limp, and then I'll move it back around, slitting one of his ankles. As he then falls down, I will drive the sword through the back of his neck. As he falls to one knee, you drive the sword through his neck, severing his cybernetic head. It rolls off of his body, lands on the ground, and he's, his red orbital eye flickering off and on, pulsing off and on. His, his um, bugbear eye looking straight into yours, Cortain, he says, Ha, 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 you have defeated me. But more will come to taste my place. crushes, crush the cybernetic. And that's where we'll leave it. Like he's finally gone. Or is he? No, he's probably gone. I'm Crux, the interdimensional demon bard, and I'll be telling you more stories next time, Traveller. Hey everyone, we just want to take the time to give a massive, great, huge, gigantic, brutal shout out to Mike Morfitt, aka Ion Pulse. He has been gracious enough to share his music with us allow uh, the use of it on our podcast, allow us to showcase how much of a freaking, freaking, freaking awesome artist he is. Anyway, the last two tracks you heard and are listening to right now are from one of his latest EPs titled The Warlock of Snake Mountain. The, um, the tracks are named A Fire in the Ruins Part 1 and Fortress and now they're both fucking amazing tracks and they run flawlessly from one to the other Ion Pulse has some other wicked EPs out on Bandcamp so if you like these two songs um, then you'll love the entire EP not to mention his other albums 
Now, if you support Ion Pulse by buying an album, you will not be disappointed, and I can fucking guarantee that shit. It's good. <laughs> really good. Check it out. Um, now, you can find him on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Mike hyphen Morphet. M-O-R-P-H-E-T-T and most importantly his bandcamp is ionpulse.bandcamp.com and ionpulse if you're listening you're a fucking champion thank you for downloading thank you for listening thank you for being a gigantic cybernetic creature that roams the streets looking for worthy opponents and uh, threatening their families and crushing um vigilante groups that do good and just things in the city of Darkhaven. it's me peter thanks for listening to our mega episode with the mega bugbear if you want to check out other cool things we put online go to our website www.beyondthedice.com guys check out our instagram we um well generally i take most of the pictures and put them up there but still we as a group endorse them pictures <laughs> uh you'll find DD memes you'll find um pictures of dice and uh for you know pictures of gaming um stuff like board games video games and uh sometimes i will release um little sneaky uh sort of behind the dm screen images and you can check out our instagram at beyond the dice we also have a facebook page and you can get any news or um yeah any or other other cool pictures there and that's at facebook.com forward slash btd pod uh, also if you have any time uh, if you could give us a review preferably a good review um, that would be fantastic it would help spread the news about um, and rankings and stuff like that so we get more listeners um, that, thanks alright guys well, well I should say alright people of Darkhaven our adventurers our heroes our mercenaries have a good evening have a good day whenever you're listening to this and have fun good night catch you later bye Goodbye. <laughs>